Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you're at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast, friend. We welcome you to Hope Along the Journey. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, your host, and we're delighted that you have taken these minutes to listen to what I believe today is going to be a very rewarding podcast. It's it's just a delight to have here in the studio with me today, April. And April, I'm, I practice this, <laughs> and I'm going to say, I'm going. To, April's last name is French, so here we go. Lamaro. You got it. Oh, you got it. Oh, I did it. I did it. And and I love what your name means. Get listen to this, friends. Her name means in French, the love of others. Yes. That is beautiful. Yep. And if if you knew April, you would know that she lives up to her name. And April, it's it's a joy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm excited about uh, being here. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. She is a licensed professional counselor. She worked in the area of counseling education for 10 years. Yes. Was all of that at Cincinnati Christian University? Yes, yes. Okay, yep. right here in Cincinnati. Yep. And she specialized in premarital counseling and career counseling. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> I was even her student. Yes, at you one were. <laughs> now, A star student at oh, that. Th- thank you very much. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm, it's going to cost me, I know, for, to, for you to say that. But I took group counseling. Yes. And we were just talking a few moments ago how much fun that was. It was. It was a great group of people, great synergy, and just a blessing to be a part of that time with you. I really enjoyed it. And I truly enjoyed the class. And and I enjoyed it. And again, the classmates, everybody, it was just a great class. It I was. Learned, I learned a lot. Good. From good. that class. And, and I did my job. I earned my pennies. Yeah, you earned your <laughs> <laughs> that great Bible college pay, That's I know right. that you get, yeah. You know, and, and and the thing I always look forward to is if I, if we could make you laugh. That was the thing <laughs> in class, you because you've got one of those laughs that just you know it, it's infectious in a positive way. Thank you. So, Thank but you. April, we're glad that you're here today. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. We are. We're going to be talking about a time in your life when there were more tears than laughter, though. Yes. Absolutely. I, I was just telling one of my classes today that the sooner you learn this, the better. That life is not all tears, nor is it all laughter. No. But all of our lives are going to be a mixture of laughter and tears. Absolutely. And so we're going to begin by going back in time, traveling back to the year of 2017. Yes. To the date of November 17th. A day in which something very traumatic and life-changing happened in your life. Yes, it did. Yeah. So never forget that day. <laughs> tell our audience, tell us the story of what happened on that unforgettable day. Yeah. So um, it was a pretty day, actually. Woke up. It was a little bit unseasonably warm that day. My husband and I um, were actually having a remodel of our kitchen and living room, the main area of our house finished up. 
So we were uh, going to Lowe's, buying some things that our contractor needed. Mm -hmm. um, he was literally going to be done that day. He was laying some flooring, sliding our appliances in, um, and it was going to be finished. Um, we had saved up money. We'd lived in the house for a number of years, saved up money to do this remodel. We're pretty excited about it. Um, got back from Lowe's, were, was doing some work in our basement. Uh, we, I had a student that was actually going to be moving in with us. Okay. Um, okay. We were offering her a place to stay for a while. And so we were doing some work down there, um, trying to get her room ready, and had been working down there for maybe 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, my husband was in school at the time, and he said, you know, I probably need to check my email. And so... We went upstairs. I decided to get a bottle of water. And we weren't up there five minutes, maybe. And um, my contractor came in. He'd been outside. And he comes in and he says, um, do you smell something funny? And I said, yeah, it almost smells like smoke. And those words had no more left my mouth when I looked over at our basement door and smoke was billowing from the basement. Oh, my. And um, right then, our alarm started going off. Um, my contractor grabbed a fire extinguisher that was sitting close by, ran downstairs. Um, we heard him running back up. He ran out to his truck, got another one, ran downstairs again, came up the stairs screaming, get out, get out, get out. Um, my husband and I have two dogs, so he grabbed our big dog, I grabbed our little dog, and we walked out our front door. And honestly, we were both in shock. I mean, we just sure. couldn't even believe what was happening. In fact, I probably said 25 times standing on my front lawn, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. And our contractor who was also my cousin-in-law, um, he comes around the front. He had called the fire department, and he said, we actually need to get away from the house because you have gas to the house, and I don't want to upset you more, but the, the house could actually explode. Oh, wow. wow. And so we picked up our dogs, and we went down the, the street a little bit. The firemen came very quickly, but, you know, across my mind, I'm like, oh, my goodness, now we're putting our neighbor's they're in danger too, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So just lots of things going through your mind, your head and stuff. And so the firemen came. They got there very quickly. Shout out to the Norwood Fire Department. They're, they were amazing. Um, they came. Uh, they went in the house. Um, the fire chief came out maybe about 10 minutes later and came to us and said, it's bad. Um, you've lost pretty much your bedrooms, which means all your clothing's gone. Right. Um, but we think we've contained it to three rooms. Um, we're doing our best to, to make sure that it stops. And so, you know, we thanked him. He went back to the scene. And I started to pray. And the, that's the only thing I knew to do in that moment. I, um, and I prayed for the firemen. Because I said, Lord, please don't let anything happen to them as they're yeah. trying to save my house. Mm -hmm. And about 15 minutes later, um, I, my phone started ringing. I had tried to reach 
my parents couldn't reach them at first, so it was my dad. And I just, I just lost it. My dad couldn't even hear what I was saying. My husband had to get on the phone and tell him what was going on. I, I heard them, my parents, you know, crying and sure. And course, so, yeah. they, they live about an hour away from me, so they started down towards us. So the fire chief then at that point comes back over, and he says, "Ma'am, I'm sorry, but we've lost your house." And I said, excuse me? And he said, I'm sorry, your house is a total loss. And I'm sitting there. I look over and I can see my house. I can see the the framework of it. And it just didn't even seem real. It didn't seem like something that was really actually happening still, you know? Yeah, it feels like it's surreal, doesn't it? It does. It feels like you're just in, in some weird nightmare you know Mm -hmm. that you're so sure any moment you're going to wake up from Mm -hmm. but you're still there you know you're still in it and so the firemen had to do a bunch of things at that point they were there for actually a couple hours Um, the house had to be secured almost all the windows had blown out of the house so a company had to come and secure the windows and um my parents had gotten there, our, some, our best friends had gotten there, and my husband and my dad went into the house first once the fireman said, you guys, yeah, you can walk around, don't stand there long, but you can walk around a little bit. And then my mom, <laughs> I don't know why, she comes walking across the yard. She has my purse, which was sitting by the front door, okay? Outside or inside the front it door? It was inside the front okay. door, okay. just inside. And it's one of those crossbody person. She put it on for some reason. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> but she comes walking across, and it is completely black, the front of it. Wow. And when I saw that purse, I knew this is really bad. Mm-hmm. I think even in my mind when I was sitting there before, I thought, okay, it's probably not going to be as bad as what they're saying. you know? Right, sure. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that purse, I knew it was bad. And so my mom tried to get me to not go in the house. And I said, no, this is my home. I, mm-hmm. I need to see it. And so I walked in the front door, and it looked like something out of a horror movie. Um, everything that you would see in the house was covered with ash. Some of it was sopping wet. Um, there are things that were melted. Our TV was melted on the wall. Wow. The the fans, the ceiling fans had literally curled in. Mm-hmm. The firemen told us that it probably got over 2000 degrees. That's unbelievable. In the house. Wow. And he told us later that it was one of the hottest fires that he'd seen in a long time because they were so surprised they couldn't put it out. Like he said it just went so fast. What they determined later was because it started in the basement. Most of our basement was paneling and was varnished and so when the fire hit that varnish it was like somebody putting a bomb off yeah Yeah, throwing gasoline on it and that's the best way they could you know describe it to us or whatever why it happened so fast um 
later on, after we started talking about some stuff, my husband, he had tried to go back in. <laughs> His computer was right by the front door as well. Our table had been pushed up. Remember, I told you we were in a remodel, so right, everything right, was yes. everywhere. Things were not in their normal places. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was trying uh, to grab his computer, and he couldn't even touch the door handle, the screen door. It was so hot, and he could see fire all over the floor. The fire had literally chased us out of the house. I mean, it was that close. Wow. And the reality of that, when it it hit me, I literally collapsed in the front yard, mm-hmm. just in a bundle. Especially when I realized my cousin had cut my cousin in law had went back into that. And I even mm-hmm. looked at him like, Why did you go back in? Why did you go back in? Because any one of us could have been hurt, you know, course, that sort of sure. thing. And so the realization of that was was really hard as well. But walking around the house, you know, seeing all these things, um, just destroyed. I mean, I, I've i never personally experienced that much destruction until then, mm-hmm. seeing that firsthand. Um, and, and yet there were things that you would look at and you're like, hmm, maybe that'll be okay, you know, something right. like that. Right. We didn't understand until later what the term total loss meant, why it was a total loss, you know, but... Um, we, we learned that some later, but so walking around the house, you know, just looking at things, um, we, we did have a few, <laughs> few moments of laughter. My brother and his family were originally supposed to take that TV that I told you melted on the wall. And I said to him, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that you don't want this TV now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing to me, but it, I guess I shouldn't know in your personality that somewhere you would find that needle in the haystack yeah. of humor somewhere yeah. along the way. Yeah. And then my poor nephew tried to go into our bedroom and uh, tried to get in our dresser drawer, which had been pushed up against the bed. The The fireman had pushed it, uh, trying to put, put the fire out. And he's trying to reach in there and get some of my clothes. And I will not say what he pulled out, but it was, you know, embarrassing to him and myself. And he comes out. It was pitch black, black dark. He didn't know what it was. Literally, things were just hanging on his head. And so we just, I just laughed and said, uh, yeah, just throw that back in there. Let's not even worry about that. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. So it was, crazy. It was funny. Like, just, yeah. uh, just the amount of things that you don't even think about like you don't start thinking about all your stuff or everything that you had until you start looking at it um so at the time my mom was facetiming my cousin in tennessee to tell her what was happening and just about the time she did that i looked over at my couch and a blanket a quilt actually that my grandmother had made Mm -hmm that for the past year I had sat with just about every night because it still smelled like my grandmother. I lost my grandmother the year before. Yeah. There was about a square of it left. Um, most of it had burned up. It was mainly ash. And I just, I lost it at that point. I just was, it, that broke me really bad. Well, you and your grandmother were very close. Very close, yeah. very close. So, and that was the thing I said to my dad when I realized, I was like, oh, her stuff is gone. All her stuff is gone. And so that was like, that was a really hard moment, you know, for me too, the realization of that. I can only, I can only imagine that what, you know, and what was it like for your husband? What kind of was his feeling or as he, 
as he looks back on it or what what was what was going on with him at this time he was a rock let me tell you my husband is a, he's got the type of personality he's very laid back anyway gotcha it takes a lot to rattle him when when we were dating my mom said if he was any more laid back he'd be in a coma <laughs> because things <laughs> yeah things just don't move him he's yeah. never gonna die of a heart attack or stroke or anything like that because he just doesn't get that upset over things and right. one of the biggest things that i do remember you know i'm sitting in our yard crying he comes over to me and he says this is awful and you can cry you can cry all you want he said but i'm telling you we're gonna be okay God That's is going to, yeah, God yeah. is going to help us through this. We are going to be okay. Yeah. And in that, even in that moment of this utter chaos that was going on mm-hmm. around me, the peace of God that just came over me when he spoke those words, I will never forget because in the midst of this, that was when I needed it the most Right. to right. know that it was going to be okay. What I saw before me was not okay. But what I would see come would be okay. It's kind of like what the Bible talks about, the peace of God that passes understanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that moment, to have peace doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, but the beauty is that when you know Christ and you have Christ, you know, we we talk about peace in the midst of the storm and all that. But you never know that peace until you go through that storm. Yes, until you're sitting in it. <laughs> yeah, and you're sitting right in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Well, April, thank you. We're if you don't mind staying, yeah. uh, we're going to make this a two-part podcast. Okay. Because I want I want to pick up where we left off, and I want to hear a little bit about what happened after the fire and how the things that have happened since then. Yeah. And you know a little bit more about your story because I think I think it'd be something that our listeners would really enjoy. Yeah. So. Hang on, and we'll we'll do that second part. So, listeners, please remember that uh, next Wednesday we will be airing April's part two of the story about their fire and how they came through this traumatic event. As your host, I, I want to always thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it so very, very much. Uh, our listenership is growing, and many of you have reached out to tell us how much you appreciate the podcast. And I want you to know that means a lot to me. But if you get an opportunity... Uh, just shoot me um, you know, a message on Facebook, or you can email us at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. I would just love to hear from you and hear what you think about the podcast. Again, thank you for listening today. As I always say, remember this. Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. And if you look to Jesus, you'll always find the hope you need for your journey. God bless you, and thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to know more, follow us on Facebook at Hope Along the Journey or send us an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.